This, this is, is public, and you're listening to Radar Radio with Megan Carver. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Radar Radio with Megan Carver. I'm Megan Carver. This week, we have a very highly anticipated episode. This has by far been one of our most anticipated episodes, which is very exciting. Today we're going to be showcasing a band from Cincinnati, Ohio. They go by the name of Public. As we'll find out during this podcast, Public is made up of three very talented male artists. They consider their genre to be pop rock alternative, and they've already built up quite a name for themselves touring with acts such as Walk the Moon, 21 Pilots, and Neon Trees. After listening to this podcast, if you want to find out more about Public, you can go ahead and look them up at publictheband.com or find their Facebook page at facebook.com backslash publictheband. We did give away a hand-drawn Public poster signed by all three members of the band, so stay tuned till after this episode to find out who the winner of that contest is. So without further ado, here is Public on Radar Radio. I'm Ben, and I'm the drummer, Ben Laps. I'm John, and I play guitar, and I sing. And I'm Matt, and I play bass, and I sing a little bit. To start off, how did Public form? Ben and I uh, started playing guitar together when we were like 12 or something. Um, And then we just kind of, you know, grew as musicians together up until high school, which is where we met Matt. He was a saxophone player um, in our jazz orchestra, and afterwards, though, we started hearing him mess around on the bass, um, and then we started sharing some music together, and then one day we just invited Matt over to our practice space and just to jam, because we were looking for a bass player, um, and it just kind of clicked right there. Um, and after that practice, we just decided that we wanted to, you know, actually do this. How would you say that Public has evolved since you first started the band up until now? Uh, when John and I first started playing music together before we met Matt, uh, we were really, really into Led Zeppelin. And that was pretty much the only thing we cared about was Led Zeppelin. And then when we started playing with Matt, he got us into like Muse. And then all three of us got really into The Killers like for a little while. And uh, now we're listening to like a lot of straight pop music. Matt, what, what are you listening to? Like Taylor Swift, Ariana Grande, Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Um, it's just like we're just we go through so many phases. Like we love Neon Trees. Yeah. We love Maroon Five. Um, bands that are you know in the pop arena but still sound really unique. You guys have played some festivals. So how would you say that a festival crowd sort of differs from a normal show crowd? I I think just my observation is it seems like festival crowds, I don't know, I feel like festival crowds kind of, they know what they're getting into as far as like just going to see bands that maybe they don't even know. Um, So I feel like, I I feel like as kind of a general statement, they're a little more receptive than maybe, you know, maybe you're playing playing for a crowd that has never heard you before otherwise you know just at a show you know i feel like it's more likely that they won't be as responsive um but i feel like festival crowds like are open-minded i guess i feel like that's kind of why they're there you know yeah so um to answer that i I feel like it's a little different than a regular show because as i mean for us as a band we're not as well known um so a lot of these festivals we're getting into where we're definitely on the lower totem pole of stuff so we got to kind of like win over some people by, by playing outside. We've played a lot of outdoor festivals so far. Um, 
and it's, it's kind of like just trying to win people over. So it's definitely a different atmosphere. All right. So if the three of you were stranded on a desert island together, which member of the band would you eat first? <laughs> um, I would, I, me, Ben, yeah. I would get eaten. <laughs> because I'm the pushover. I'm the one, I'm the one that kind of goes with whatever. John yeah. would probably kill Ben. John would, would kill, kill me. John <laughs> You've gone on tour and supported acts such as Walk the Moon, 21 Pilots, and Neon Trees. Do you have any memories to share from any of those experiences? Nope. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> John, John, um, you tell about the Neon Trees story. Um, the Neon Trees experience was an excellent one. That's definitely different than the other ones. Um, Neon Trees was, was not an actual... That wasn't like a plan. Basically, that one didn't really go through like booking agents and all that kind of stuff that, that shows typically go through. But like what happened with Neon Trees was um, it was my birthday and we were all seeing Neon Trees um, in Columbus at the at Newport. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was LC. at Newport. Yes, it was. Um, yeah. And they've been a band that I've, I've just like loved for a long time. Um, so I got tickets to see them for my birthday and we were all up there with, you know, three of us and some friends and my brother. Um, and you know, I'm just scouring Twitter and it was like 15 minutes until neon trees were going to go on and they tweeted, we need a band to open for us tomorrow in Delaware. And so, you know, just very nonchalantly, I was like, you know, gosh, we, we'd love to, you know, uh, with uh, probably about a hundred other bands that were doing the same thing. Um, and they responded like right away and were like, can you make it to Delaware tomorrow? So I was like, oh man. Yeah. And so right then I called our manager and told him who in turn called our booking agent. So like the whole time we're like freaking out because we're like, did we literally just set up a show with them through Twitter right before they're about to go on? Um, and that's exactly what happened. We ended up leaving the show. Um, and then we got the green light like an hour after it ended. And then we literally, literally went and picked up our clothes, our equipment and our manager and drove through the night to Delaware. So that was like, that's probably just like the craziest thing we've done. Um, I think just in general is, is, is the way that kind of came about. So yeah. Um, so that's my memory of of that. Um, and, uh, 21 pilots, um, We've had the, the first time we the, with Yeah, we've had the privilege of playing with them a few times because the first time we played with them was back in 2010 or 11. 2010 or 11. Um, and that was when they were still small. This was like probably our second or third. Like we did not we play. We were a different band name. Yeah, we were, yeah. we were called Crown. We were like, we'd only played a few shows literally. Um, but we played a little festival in Mason, Ohio um, for one of uh, a woman that that knows Ben. Um, Random family. Yeah, kind of literally like not even a festival. It was literally in their living room. House party. Yeah, it was a house, house party. party. Um, and so we saw them there. Um, we didn't talk to them. Um, but then a venue called The Underground um, that's, you know, a, a venue that a lot of bands kind of start off at around here. Um, they had them come. So we ended up playing with them there. And then we kind of befriended them then and then we ended up playing with them again when they sold out the underground um and then that was the time where we were talking to them afterwards and we were like hey like we are you know we're crazy like i don't know we're crazy about your stuff like we like what you guys are doing do you guys ever need like a little you know cincinnati band um for anything just give us a call and so it was i don't know it was like a few months later that i got a call from tyler asking us to play with them at the lc the first time they sold it out 
Um, and then ultimately we ended up playing with them here in Cincinnati again in Bogarts, um, like a couple years ago or something. Um, so that was kind of cool because that was just kind of a pure, like, kind of, I guess, friendship kind of a thing that, that totally blew up, you know? Um, and then with Walk the Moon, yeah, uh, with Walk the Moon, we did like a full month worth of touring with them right at the end of 2014. Yeah. Um, and that was phenomenal. Those guys are so nice. They're like, it was, we couldn't pick a better band to like go on our first extended tour with. Um, they, uh, they sold out every show and, um, just like their fans were so receptive to us. It was such an honor, you know, to be a part of that tour. Totally. And the last night we spent in, was it Philly? Was that yeah, last Philadelphia. Night? We played the show and then we came off stage to uh, three champagne glasses and a bottle of champagne and, and a note from them saying they wish us the best of luck in all we do, which was, was super great. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned that you were previously called Crown. Why the name change? A couple different reasons. Well, um, we we started working with some management, and basically the response from the management was, "Your name is Crown, and you're gonna have some. You're probably gonna have some legal problems with that name into the future." Other um, bands named Crown. Other, well, and especially other companies like Crown. Crown Amps was like one that I think we were kind of like uh, they might you know get in our face a little bit. Um, and so, public was a word that we. It was like the name of a song for a while, and it was just kind of something that was bouncing around. Um, and so. We changed our name to that, and you know it was it was cool because Crown didn't really mean much to us, I guess. Admittedly, it was just kind of a word, you know. It was short and sweet, and we liked the way it looked and, and big typeface. Um, but we we decided to call ourselves Public because it it was something that we were like, okay, like this is a word that it's not you know awkwardly specific about anything. It can literally include everybody because of what it you know what it means. It's, it's public. It's literally everybody. So. We've been public for like two and a half, three years now or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of where that came from. So you have quite a few fan questions. Yeah, no, we, we, were, we were pumped to see people were actually going after that. So we went through them and we chose a few of them. So let's just get started. At my name underscore is Megan. What song would you want to play whenever you enter a room? Oh, like not not, not our song. Can like, we can we each individually? Yeah, we should we should probably each have one. Uh, for me, I would like September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. Okay. That's that's my okay. pick. Okay. I yeah. love Earth, Wind, and Fire. This is Ben speaking. John, I'm like the attitude too. Man, I don't. Do you have yours? <laughs> no, I, like Uptown Funk would be. I was gonna say like, Uptown <laughs> Funk, like, probably. It's just, it's just overused um, now. You can't do it. Um, I would okay. I would say either Uptown Funk okay. or like um, the Imperial March from Star Wars. <laughs> Shut up, <laughs> John. <laughs> aspires to be Darth Vader. Yeah. I don't know, I'd have something like like Jungle Boogie or something like that. <laughs> Actually, no. Macho. Uh, not the Imperial March. I think Supremacy by Muse would be a really oh, good that's, one. That's good, too. At Kelsey underscore Arroyo would like to know, what was your experience or story that made you realize you wanted to pursue music? I think it's a little different for all of us. Um, yeah. That's true. Do you have to say that? Well, my the first time I remember <laughs> thinking I wanted to be a musician was... Uh, John and I sitting in like one of our basements in eighth, seventh, sixth grade, maybe like, um, sitting in one of our basements, watching this one Led Zeppelin DVD and like that band, the chemistry they had. And just like, I don't know, something about playing live music seemed like the greatest job in the entire world to me. And that, that was kind of 
I was 12. That was my big moment. I think, um, I think it's pretty similar for me. Um, I guess I would kind of break it up into two things though. Like I think probably honestly exactly the same as Ben watching that and, you know, just kind of being like, I don't think that there's anything else in the world I can do other than that, you know, like that's, that's gotta be it. Um, and then also like the first time we jammed on a song, the three of us was when I realized that like, I actually wanted to, to pursue being yeah. in a band. Um, that's when I was like, man, like, I think this is, this is doable. So. And then for me, I was always into like sports and up until high school when I got really hurt, like my sophomore year. Um, and then I kind of just focused on saxophone because I was good at it, not because I loved it. Um, and got really, really good at that. And then senior year when I met these guys is when I found a difference between being good at something and kind of loving something. Um, and so like just playing in the basement with these guys was like, whoa, this is like a thing. This is way different than what I was thinking of it before. So that's when I kind of fell in love with music. At OBS Bands would like to know if you guys came with a warning label, what would it say? A warning label. A what? If we came with a, a warning, warning label. Oh, if we came with a warning label? Yeah. Um, like, as like a band. caution, something, something, something. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to make this stupid, so you go ahead. I, uh... <laughs> that's a tough one to not make corny. Yes. Um, <laughs> ben, you got anything? Man, I, I have no idea. Warning, wait. May cause something? <laughs> like, warning... It can't be, like, caution hot, something, something, something. <laughs> that's just lame. Now, Matt wants to say... Morning may contain peanuts. <laughs> no, that, that's good. It's good. May that's, contain that's, peanuts. That's, that's it. That is what you get. At Mariah J14 would like to know, what's your favorite song to perform? My, my, my favorite is uh, when we do our, our cover of Toxic by Britney Spears. Hands down, my favorite, okay, probably my favorite thing to perform. I... I think my favorite, I think my favorite is, might be Little Raindrops to perform live um, because it's like funkier, which is something that we, it's, def, it's definitely a part of us. We just haven't really done too much of it yet, but I, it's a song, it's, it's the song where I get to explore the most and be a little <laughs> bit different than the recording, I think. Like I get to like, you know, kind of play with the words a little bit. Now at the same time, it's also, I have a great, like there's a great guitar solo in it that I get to do every time we play, which is just like a blast for me, so... Yeah. I've got two kind of tied. Little raindrops because usually we have like a high tempo song before it, and so when it drops, it's just like a huge like oh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then pretty face is another big one because just it my part's very easy, so I get to move a lot, and it's just fun to move around. At Josh Vadun would like to know what's your favorite television shows. My favorite television <laughs> show is The Twilight Zone. No, no doubt about that. That's my favorite show. Uh, this is tough. Um, I've been exploring a lot of different shows recently. Mm. Like, I got into American Horror Stories for a while and Dexter. I like really dark stuff. Like, I don't know. Like, I, like, am addicted to, like, horror movies and stuff. But I think that, like, the show that I just can't... I can't help but go back to and that I think is the most important to me is probably The Office, to be honest. I've been exploring TV shows as well, thanks to Netflix, because Netflix is just... <laughs> Matt and I awesome share a Netflix account. We share Netflix. So I see what he watches and he sees yeah. what I watch. So when he watches Galaxy Quest, I think that's pretty funny. Yeah. It's a great thing. <laughs> Movie? I don't know what it is. Anyway, um, but I watch a bunch of like, I guess comedy oriented shows and Archer's been a big one this last, just because the new season's out now. So Archer and uh, Sherlock 
I really like the show Sherlock. At Haley Dawn two two seven would like to know who your celebrity crushes are. Guy um, and girl, just girl, just Ben. Tony hands the down. Tiger. Ben. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Tony the Tiger. Yeah. Um, Great guy. Great friend. I my celebrity. I don't know. I'm gonna go last this time. Matt, you go first. Okay. Benedict Cumberbatch is a big one for me. I think just because of Sherlock, it just seems like most of his roles are all like intellectual, and I'd like to have a conversation with them. So I think that would be very cool. Well, that's a little different than a crush, I think. Well, he's a guy crush. Well, well you, not, want, you want my girl crush? No, that, no girl. That, well, that opens up the floor, because I feel like... Rashida then... Jones is my girl crush. Really? Oh. I think so. Cool. I, do, I would have never expected that. Man, I like... I don't, I don't think I have one, honestly. I can't think of one either. For me or for you? For me. I, don't, I really don't think I have one. John's I'll, I'll, Lana Del Rey. What's, what's easier... Ooh, I'll, here, I'll answer it this way. I think kind of what Matt did is, is an easier way for me to answer it. I think that a person that I, I would really like to get to know and like have a conversation with would be John Krasinski. You're all office. Too. I guess so. I don't yeah. know. Is um, she in John's office too? All, all, the, <laughs> all the people that I would want to like... my The... the I love Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> she's old. Which is, I know, I know. <laughs> right now, she's like in her 70s, but I watched a lot of the Mary Tyler Moore show, and that was, you know, 45 years ago, and she's gorgeous in that. And that's, you know. She's old. <laughs> <laughs> You're so shallow. <laughs> Yeah, no, because Mary Tyler Moore on the Dick Van Dyke show, I think she's just beautiful. That would be my crush. So go back. Yeah, if I, if I could go back in the 60s and wear their beautiful fitted suits, and uh, yeah, that would be great. Yeah, I think mm, I, we overcomplicated the question, I, but, I, but I think those are good answers. At Emma underscore Garati would like to know, how would you describe the dynamic between the three of you in one word? This is another one that could go like really cheesy with the word we Passionate. Use. Energy. Understanding. At M underscore Glaze would like to know, if you could play a show with any band or artist, dead or alive, who would it be and why? We just got to break this up. We, 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 honestly, can't, we can't, like, don't worry about fitting on the No, bill, no, um, honestly, just... I think as a band, like, it would either have to be The Killers mm-hmm. or maybe Muse. Uh, but Muse, would, we wouldn't really fit with Muse as well. So maybe Maroon Five is Maroon another Five. Yeah. But honestly, probably the Killers. Um, I, I think, think yeah. as a band, they might be our biggest influence. At Cats and Carlisle underscore would like to know who came up with the name the Dot Tribe. Ah, that is a funny story. That's wait, um, wasn't even us. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was uh, basically um, I was talking. I was talking with my girlfriend about the fans that we had made on the tour and just like how like support like how just much they like embraced us and like um and you know i think one of the fan accounts popped up and it was like public family but you know our thing is you know the dots and i think honestly i think she might have been joking and said dot tribe it was one of us but it was like it was just one of those things where like you know you're talking with somebody and it just kind of came out and it was like oh and i remember i like tweeted something about that and it like it was adopted like right away and i think it's i don't know i think it's great like i love i love that name for them so the song we're going to hear from you is called my love can you tell us a little bit about it or about the inspiration behind it 
It, it had been an idea, the the baseline for it had been an idea that I had for quite some time, but it, with a lot of the ideas we have, we never know the context that it could fit in really well. Um, we're finishing a lot of songs, demoing a lot of songs now that have been like kind of partial songs over the last like mm-hmm. year or two. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so my love was, was started with a bass line that we just couldn't figure out like what chords to put behind it. We had an apartment together last year uh, at the University of Cincinnati yeah. where we were kind of just fidgeting around with different chords to put over it and notes. And it finally yeah. came together as what the chords are now. But right, the rest right. of the song was structured afterwards. Right. Well, yeah. So he, like, he had that bass line and he also had like... He was like, hey, it'd be cool if you played this note over that bass line, which was like an A flat. And he was like, and then eventually we were just like kind of messing with it a bunch. And I was like, and I just kind of started like, I made that little riff up. Um, And then some of the lyrics actually came from a different song we were writing for a while too. Um, So it was, I don't know, you know, it's, it's like kind of like a lot of other songs where it kind of is a Frankenstein, I guess, in some ways where like it came from different things, but it was all based around that like groove that it is. Um, I think it was really cool for us too because it was when we started to really move into a little bit more of like an alternative kind of indie pop-ish type, type sound because of the chorus. Um, the chorus was a big thing for us to commit to, I think. Or we structured songs. Right, yeah. yeah. Like it was, it was a big thing for us to arrange that song because right. we had been doing songs a lot differently um, up to that point. So that's kind of, I think, what that song's about. Yeah, and I think definitely... For me, the coolest thing about the song is like the lyrical value, like you yeah. know what the what the song is saying. Right, you know? true. It was it was kind of a that and pretty face were kind of almost in the same vein of like I wanted to I wanted to write words that were kind of like uh, I guess empathizing with the girl on the side of a relationship and just kind of um, I guess not really it's not from her you know first person perspective but you know kind of more about the girl than the guy, which I thought was an interesting thing for me to do. So. This is Public, and you're listening to My Love on Radar Radio with Megan Carver. Tell her friends what she's all about 
that concludes this week's episode of Radar Radio with Megan Carver. I hope you guys enjoyed it, and I really hope it was worth the wait. I know that fans were really excited about this episode coming out, and I'd like to apologize for the amount of time it took. Radar Radio does record their episodes pretty far in advance, just so we have a good amount queued up for you guys. Then we did have some issues getting our website back up and everything, so I do want to thank you for your patience, and I apologize for the time it took. I hope the episode was worth the wait. It's a pretty good length episode, so I hope that somewhat makes up for the time you had to wait. So at this point, I'm going to go ahead and announce the winner of the public poster contest. And the winner is Emma G. Congratulations, Emma. You beat out quite a lot of other people in this contest and you will be receiving your prize soon. We would really like to thank Public for being so amazing and for holding this interview with us. And as always, if you'd like to find out more about Radar Radio, you can visit our website, radarradio.info. From there, you can find our Facebook page, our Tumblr. You can find out more about us, listen to past interviews, suggest future interviews, and see behind the scenes photos from some of our interviews, and so much more. We'll definitely see you soon, and thank you so, so much, you guys. Until next time, this is Megan Carver on Radar Radio. Radar Radio.